Welcome to Karen Rice's Family Zoom Station, Episode 15, The Bully and the Guardians. During the first part of this one-hour show, I share tips and strategies that create harmony with kids. Then we open things up for Q&A and discussion. When I talk about creating harmony with kids, I often bring up the one rule. In any situation where there are differences that might lead to conflict between you and your kids, use the one rule. Using the one rule means you find agreement. That's the rule. The one rule equals agreement. Agreement equals harmony. You find an idea that everyone likes. Then you have agreement. When you follow this rule, you find harmony. You discover what needs to shift so that everyone involved feels good about the situation. It has never failed me when I have used it. Even though I had not isolated it and named it, it was very much a part of raising my children and working with students as a Montessori teacher in our Montessori school as well as with students in public schools. The story I'm about to tell you is just an example of the one rule at work in the lives of these characters. If different things were important to them, if they were in different circumstances, the one rule would still help them find harmony. The Bully and the Guardians. Timmy was walking to school. He was going the long way, so he would not meet Jeff. Jeff would always say things that frightened him. Jeff called him names and threatened to beat him up. He was glad that Jeff wasn't in his class. Jeff was older. Timmy was also glad that they didn't have recess and lunch together, but there was after school to deal with. He wished his mom could take him to school, like lots of the other kids. Their moms and dads took them to school, but his mom was a waitress and had to be at work before he left for school. He didn't know his dad. He got his own breakfast, got ready for school, and left extra early so he could walk the long way to school. He and his mom were new in town, so they didn't know many people. He wasn't very good at meeting kids. He was quiet and used to keeping to himself. He was in the second grade, but he was small for his age. When he was just a few blocks from school, he heard a couple of girls behind him. They were talking and laughing. 
one of the girls said, hi. Hi, said Timmy. I'm Pam, and this is Jenny. What's your name? You're new here, aren't you? Where do you live? I haven't seen you walking to school before. These girls were older. They looked like they were in the fifth or sixth grade. I'm Timmy. I am new, and I don't usually walk this way. I'm going a different way today. I just don't want to meet a boy named Jeff. He's been mean to me. Timmy felt safe with these girls. He felt comfortable to talk with them. I think I know who you mean. He's in the fourth grade. He's a bully. He likes to pick on younger kids, said Jenny. Oh, yeah, I know who he is, said Pam. I've heard about him picking on little kids for a while. We should do something about that. Yeah, we should. I wonder what we could do, said Jenny. Do you want to walk with us, Timmy? asked Pam. Sure, thanks, said Timmy. We'll be your guardian, said Jenny. Great name, Jen, said Pam. I sure feel better having guardians, said Timmy. Hey, maybe we could start a club, the Guardians, and we could help protect little kids from bullies, said Pam. Awesome idea, Pam, said Jenny. Let's do it. I'm sure some of the other kids would like to join. Let's see if we can talk with some of them before class. When they got to school, before Timmy went to line up, Thanks, Pam and Jenny. It was fun walking to school with you, he said. We should thank you, Timmy. Thanks to you, we have an idea for a great new club, said Jenny. Maybe we could have vests or scarves or caps that say guardian on them. Another great idea, Jen. Do you want us to walk you home after school, Timmy? asked Pam. Sure, said Timmy. You're in Miss Jensen's class, right? asked Pam. Yes, said Timmy. We'll pick you up there. Just wait for us. Tell her we're picking you up. She's nice. She'll let you wait for us. We'll be there as quick as we can, said Pam. After school, the girls walked Timmy home. Two of their friends joined them, a girl named Lacey and a boy named Ken. All the way, they were talking about the guardians. This day, they took Timmy's long way, but they were talking about taking his short way tomorrow. They all agreed that if they were all together, there would be no trouble from Jeff. They were right. They saw him, but he didn't come near them. At the end of the week, when they got to Timmy's house, Timmy's mom was on the porch. She invited the kids for a snack. Hi, kids. You can call me Kathy. Hi, Kathy. I'm Pam. This is Jenny, Lacey, and Ken, 
said Pam. She said that Timmy had told her all about them helping him and about the guardians. She wanted to thank them for helping Timmy when she couldn't. And she wanted to share an idea with them to see what they thought about it. While they were having their snack, she explained that she had been taking a class online, learning how adults and kids can get along better, and even how kids and kids can get along better. It was called the one rule. It was simple to learn, and she was thinking that it might help them as guardians. It's fun too, she said. How does it go, asked Pam. In the class, we have partners we work with, and then we perform for the group. Let me tell you how we do it. What's the rule, asked Jenny. Oh, the one rule is agreement. That's how we solve problems. We decide on something we both like, and we agree to solve it this way. Then we act it out for the whole group. That sounds fun and easy, said Jenny. Yeah, let's try it, said Pam. Lacey, Ken, you guys want to try it, right? Sure, said Lacey and Ken. What do we do, asked Lacey. First, you choose partners just for the first solution. You can switch partners later if you want to. Then you decide on a problem you want to solve. Everyone can work on the same problem or each group can choose their own problem. Just remember, you have to solve the problem by figuring out something you agree on because you both like it, explained Kathy. Let's think about solving something about bullies, said Lacey. Yeah, that's what the guardians are all about, said Jenny. Timmy, do you want to be my partner, asked his mom. I just want to watch, said Timmy. Okay, this time we'll just watch. After about 10 minutes, both groups were back. So who wants to go first, asked Kathy. We'll go first, said Pam. Okay, first tell us what the problem is you're solving, then show us how the solution works, said Kathy. We decided to solve a problem of bullying during lunch. Sometimes we see kids taking balls away from younger kids. Here's what we came up with, said Pam. She explained that the guardians would help hand out the equipment at lunch. If someone did not get something to play with, here's what the guardians would do. Pam played the kid that did not get a ball. Since all the balls are taken, what can I help you with that you would like to do? asked guardian Jenny. Man, I really wanted a basketball. There are six groups playing with basketballs. You could join one of those groups. I wanted to play by myself. 
I'll go with you and see if you can join one of the groups if you'd like me to. I know all those kids. They won't want me to play with them. Oh, look, Carl is playing by himself now. Shall we go see if he'd like to play with you? I don't know. Do you want me to go ask him? I guess. Okay, wait here. I'll be right back. Carl says yes. Let's go. I'll introduce you. Then Pam and Jenny bowed, signaling the end of their play. Everyone clapped. That was great. Yeah, that should solve a lot of problems at lunch. It makes everyone feel cared about. What a great solution. That could solve the problem of bullying. People who feel cared about don't bully other people, said Kathy. We're next, said Ken. We're not going to tell you the problem. You'll know it when we do our play. I'm Guardian Ken. I walk up to someone on the way to school. Hi, Jeff. I'm Ken. Can I walk with you for a while? Mom, whispered Timmy. They chose my problem. Yes, they did, whispered his mom. Why? asked Lacey, who was playing Jeff. I want to invite you to join our club. Why do you want to invite me? I think you'd be a great member. I think you'd fit in great in this club and that the club would be lucky to have you join. What's the club? It's called the Guardians and we especially help kids who are being bullied by other kids. I figured since you are big and strong that you'd make a great guardian. What do I have to do? Well, we just started the club and right now we're helping kids go to school and home safely and helping kids be safe from bullies at school. We get together after school and practice ideas to help kids be safe. Want to join? I'll think about it. I hope you decide to do it. I think you'd be a perfect guardian. Okay, I'll do it. At, at least I'll try it out. Great. Let's meet where they hand out the balls at lunch. Do you mind if I walk with you to school today, Guardian Jeff? They took their bow and everyone clapped. I want to be a guardian for kindergartners, said Timmy. Great idea, Guardian Timmy, said Pam. You kids have convinced me. I'm checking out being able to earn a living doing this work with the one rule. Now I'm convinced I've got to do this. You want to come over and do this regularly? They all agreed. Bye, Kathy. Bye, Timmy. See you next week. Thanks for being here. Now it's time for Q&A and discussion.
Ah, hi, Sarah. Hi, Karen. I had a phone call at the right before this started. I'm sorry I came in late. Ah. Uh, Out of town, my family's. Okay. Well, I'm sure that was good. Yeah, it was good. But I have to call them back later. I think they're planning to do something in the fall. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm not sure I could go. Uh, they're in uh, New Mexico. They're where? In New Mexico. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hi, Batul. Hi, Sarah. How are you? Very good, thanks. Nice to hear from you. Yeah. That was an amazing story, Miss Karen. Amazing story. Very nicely written. And, uh, you know, it has so many lessons in it, I believe. It's a nice story, Sarah. What do you think? Yeah. Um, I think the point that was most critical was that uh, people feel cared for. They, uh, they're not going to be so likely to bully other kids. You know, that that it's not only the, the person who's being bullied that people pay attention to, but it's the person doing the bullying that True. people pay attention to also. Yeah, this, um, it was very interesting, the writing of this story. It was, I mean, some of these ideas have floated around in my head, uh, some for a long time, like the the one that resulted in the little boy who was doing the bullying getting invited to be a guardian. Um, somehow that idea, not the specifics of it, but that idea has been in my mind for a long time. I maybe even all my, from growing up or something, I don't know, but it's been there. But the thing about this was so many of the ideas that came and took form and the, the way the whole thing took form, um, it wasn't specifically thought out. It was like, it came to me sentence by sentence. I didn't always even know where it was going or how it would, like the whole thing of the lunch and the balls and stuff, that it just, it just happened. It was very exciting process for me. Um, I'm looking forward to more of this, so. It's very nice, very nice. The way you started it, showing the boy's mother work, you know, attention on that area as well, that how the child needs help and how the mother as well. And this whole unity uh, of these girls' idea of being guardians helps sort the problems out from all the areas. It's very nice. Yeah, I mean, this is part I really apologize again but how did they all come is were they at the Timmy's house with his mom or she no them? um he he was walking to school and he was going a, a different way because the way he'd been going there was this boy named Jeff who'd been hassling him 
and uh, he didn't like hurt him, but but he was threatening to and things like that, calling him names, and so <clears throat> Timmy and Timmy Timmy was in the second grade and small for his age, and um, he decided to go to school a long way. Um, but it would avoid meeting Jeff. And on this way, um, these girls came along behind him and uh, they said hi. They were like very outgoing and friendly and, um, and walked, walked him to school and offered to walk him home. And then, the, and while they were walking this idea of, uh, one of the girls said that they'd be their guardians and um and then they got this whole idea of making a club called the guardians and that that's what they do is help out uh kids not to get bullied by other kids so and so at the end of the week, the mom happened to be home. And that's maybe where you came in when, when um, she said she, she welcomed them and offered them a snack and that Timmy had told her about this um, whole situation. And she'd been taking this class on the one rule and wanted to share it with them. And then, you got all that, right? Yes, that's that's yeah. right. Yeah, I can. Yeah. So, oh, and the other thing was that they decided <clears throat> before class they were going to ask if any of their friends wanted to join their new club, the Guardians, and a couple of the kids got involved in that. So they were part of the part you heard about. So. Yeah. This uh, topic bullying has, you know, deep, deep, uh, I can say, study that no matter how much we talk, we won't be able to cover this topic because it has so many areas, like uh, Ms. Karen, you have already shared with me that sometimes circumstances led the child being like this. Mm -hmm. uh, like, you know, we don't know why the children bully other children. Sometimes their behavior at home, we have may, or maybe whatever they see at home or the attitude which they have grown, like we discussed uh, right. about it. So these stories are very important because these stories actually are based on realities. Right. And it yeah, is they very, are. And very important. And uh, like uh, the story is the best way to, you know, explain a child that what you really want to. Because even if you try to explain him, listen, son, bullying is like that, maybe they might feel bored. But when you present him in a form of a story, they get interested in it. They in get involved in it. It's very nicely done. And I think so that we should encourage more of these stories 
because right now even the little ones whether because no matter what how how young you are at least when you listen a story you understand what's going on they understand what's happening in the cartoons they listen right. so these stories should be told in schools even in in a form of an education to you know in a very interesting way like you presented Huh. that they should not feel that they are being told something important but when they listen the whole story they themselves understand that this boy was acting wrong and how they resolved it because you you actually did not present the character of Timmy also as a wrong character as an antagonist no you presented him in a nice way that later on he also changed to a nice character so like changes happen in a behavior it is us how we deal maybe so this is a very nice uh, way of explaining that from just with this story i believe a good educator can take out many many things and explain huh. deeply into it it's very nice thank you yeah. it's very nice well i'll be sending um i i have both the story i made it into a pdf um I'm going to make it available to people on my list. And of course, I would send it out to you too if you would like, but I will also yes, yes. send the slides. So, yes. I would love to. I would love to have these uh, because uh, the time has you know has come that we should create awareness about these things a lot because these are happening now and then. Maybe well, in older times also it was. Um, my my interest in, and uh, focus very strongly is on the solutions, uh, mm. so that we put our primary attention on how we can improve things how we can make them better so that's that's um i mean some yeah. awareness on the situation but most of the awareness on the solution yes no this is what the i mean thing. i i do agree i do agree. yeah because like even what we were talking yesterday about meditation and stuff um yeah uh, and about the visualization, because when when you're thinking those thoughts, you you are um, maybe not in the physical world, but in some realm you are creating those things. So I think it's very valuable to put the thoughts into the solution, into the improvement. Uh, into what makes people feel good instead of and and so like this this uh, the part of the story where where well two both of them really um, I was gonna say where Jeff gets invited to be a guardian um, because a lot of time kids that that are uh, trying to have 
power over other kids, if it can be done in a way that helps, that makes other people feel good, then they start feeling good too about themselves. And that changes when they feel good. Um, okay, that was one point I was going to make that, um, and the other was even, even with the balls, like for, for a child to, to have something, a situation that's disappointing to them. And if they are a bullying type of child, like they're in the habit of doing that, um, then having someone go extra, extra to, to take care of them, to, to value what they are valuing, the need that they're feeling, uh, and help them actually find something that works for them, um, I think it makes a huge difference. And so for that to have come out felt really good that, that, um, because truly this story, this story kind of wrote itself. I was like the vehicle for this story to, to write itself and, and be put out to share. So. I feel like there's many, uh, so many takeaways actually um the story you know initially somebody might feel like oh it's so simple oh it's so you know, easy and maybe not realistic or you know like what you said focusing on the negativity or the problem or something like that because i feel like sometimes um people get hung up on trying to find a complicated academic and adult solution to something ah. that is so overthinking and so over bureaucratic you know but i i was interesting first of all the thing that i felt was these are kids who are helping other kids and right oh, there yes. you're empowering the kid first of all you're making it more reachable more accessible for a child to open up to listen to um be able to um relate in his in his peer group you know in, in somewhat of a peer group not the direct peer group but as children to children um the bully might be a bit older that jeff person is probably not a he, second grader you know yeah he was a fourth grader yeah at least a year so, or two older yeah and then the girls may have been a little bit older yeah well. they were and they were, we're like fifth or sixth grades. So. Yeah, they they were together with each other and more maybe a positive group of girls, you know. And right. where they see a smaller little guy, um, you know, probably looking pretty pretty glum, you know, pretty pretty, you know, right. unhappy. But that that takeaway as far. Um, there were like three of them that I was really um, thinking about is that this child to child that sometimes when you go into like the public school or something like that and you see that there's these monitors everywhere and a hall monitor, cafeteria monitor, 
parking lot monitor, all these people from the school district. And the way here in Las Vegas is they have these big belts on with every kind of tool or equipment or radio or, you know, they don't oh, have wow. a gun, I don't think, but they have a, they have a baton, you know, they have a, a wow. and all of these things. So, you know, that's not going to help a person who's frustrated and not feeling valued to stop bullying because right. they're, they're just less and less esteemed or, you know, they don't feel valued. They feel corralled. They don't feel any, anyone really cares about them. They just have sure. to, you know, respect authority, but maybe all the authority figures in their life don't have any concern for them at all as they just bully them <laughs> yeah exactly so those monitors you could say are kind of like the ultimate bully in a sense yeah. even though they're getting paid for it and they're there for security. they're paid bullies <laughs> yeah and and they're they're maybe they want to keep the rest of the school safe but yeah i think it's yeah. not making society any safer i don't think it's making society safe i don't think it's addressing the problem but when these girls decide something because they 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 have a mindset to make a solution you know that, right. that's actually going to you know include the people that are involved in a, in a personable way so like you said that bully that jeff or the, the one with the basketball you know that that guardian would take the time to even care about what he's feeling, that his feelings mattered to somebody right. else. Right. Makes a big difference. And yes. like, he doesn't think anybody wants to play with him, but that's because he doesn't believe anybody would really care. You know, so, but that's what I was thinking in the beginning of the story. It's hard to know, nobody really knows the backstory of all the kids. You know, right. Especially a bully. It just, uh, I, it just came to me, uh, there was one time I was substituting for about a week in a class, fifth grade class, and um, their teacher had been, had had heart problems and was out for months, and so they just had sub after sub after sub. Mm. And um, the the thing that came to me, I mean, the the whole thing is a, an amazing story. What happened there? But the the one little part of it was there was one little boy who sat by himself. Nobody wanted him at their table. And he would throw like spit wads and things like that at them. And uh, he wasn't there every day, but this one day he was there and he was throwing something at somebody. And I noticed that there was one big wall in the classroom that was blank there was nothing on it and so i went over to him 
And I'd kind of done this with little kids before um, who were who were throwing things, which is to direct them. You can throw it here, you know, not stop them from the throwing, but direct where the throwing went. And they were totally cool with it. And he, I said, you know, like, um, I gave him pieces of paper. I said, look, if you want, you can move your desk over here and throw paper at the wall as long as you want to. And he was like, I don't know. He, he liked, he got into it and he started throwing paper at the wall. And another student that I had some dealings with, he wanted to do it too. And I, I went to talk to him and I said, you know, if you really want to, you can do it. But if you don't really need to, let's just let so-and-so do it. And so, and he, he didn't, he didn't do it. So just this one little boy was there throwing the papers. And when he was done, a boy from another table asked him to come join their table. And he, he was, I mean, I was only there like a day or so more than that. But he was like part of that group now, instead of being isolated from everybody. So there's really, there's really something to all of this. You know? there, there really is uh, a way to, to shift things and turn things around really quickly. Um, I didn't, I mean, I didn't know how this was going to work, but it, it worked really well. Even more than, than I was, I just was wanting him to be able to throw, but not at the other kids. And um, anyway, I'm, I'm not sure everything that was going on in him or even anything that was going on in him, but it, it did it satisfied something and it it made it made that shift that he got invited to this table of boys that that uh, i don't i don't know their history but um i was just thinking maybe he used to sit with them or or because i'd never had that thought before but maybe um but it made a difference, positive. I don't know how, you know, what happened after I wasn't there, but anyway. You know, I always believe that there is a good person and a bad person inside everyone. Mm. So, you know, sometimes what happens, the good person really needs help really need someone ah, pull that good person out because no one by birth is evil. This is what I believe. Like yeah. no one by birth because children are angels. It's the circumstances where they grow, what they see, what they grasp and they start, you know, taking it inside them yes. because they have never been guided with the right path. Once they get to know 
then they see the light oh okay this is what we needed sometimes you know children are lucky people are lucky that they find the light sometimes the whole life goes like this they are unable to find it right because unfortunately wherever they go is darkness and darkness i just pray that there should be some place somewhere that people should you know find a way that they should need to talk they go ahead and they talk about it like they get to get the thing out of them irrespective of the fact where like what age because to get guidance there's no age the right moment you find the right path that's the time when you woke up and your true life starts wow nice my feeling i just shared with you yeah what i believe very nice it takes you know it takes sometimes i really feel when i meet someone and i hear i feel like there is the right good person inside that person how to take that person and i you know start thinking about it sometimes when you look into the history then you meet the parents or the family then you understand the whole picture oh okay the problem is over here so how to now resolve so you have to work from that area all the way i know it's it's very hard but i say that when a person finds he or she must try at least because this is our life is we don't know i don't know maybe because good persons are good they know i'm little bit even if they get distracted them there are people they their insight will tell them but what about beasts like where will they go like uh, in the session in the bullying i remember what tot said that i don't like children seeing behind the prison bars this really hurts me also yeah they are not meant to be going in the prisons why because the actually we the adults are responsible for it we are not guiding them we are not helping them out right well one one thing uh with this story um for a long time i've wanted uh and i even i even tried going through the school district and stuff but i think like the 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 two girls that that started the club maybe a club see i never had that idea of a club um before the idea was to uh to i think i called them respect agents or something like that but guardians really is nice um and a club that kids are in charge of might be really really nice um but if i think that that could be really a helpful thing to introduce somehow i I'm just thinking like um I know this youth organization online and but they do things too. I don't know how things are going now but um maybe I can connect with them and give give them the idea. Oh, share the story. Yeah. 
Yes, Sarah, you were saying something? Oh, yeah, I was just thinking that in a private school, that might be really easily adopted. Oh. I think it, for private school um, administrators and faculty, it's the, quite a good story to see and understand. Or, I mean, I think a lot of your material, Karen, is just really good to bring to you know different um, public school. I, I don't. I know private school um, people. I don't know if there's any kind of an association among private schools about teacher training and things like that. But I think, um, you know, a lot from when I was working with you, Karen, or mm -hmm. you, we've done together, yeah. we've been focused a lot on the preschool level. Right. Um, but I think the tools that you're talking about are really actually things that if you didn't get it in preschool, you've still got that need for it, no matter how big you get. Right. Even people in the boardroom, yeah. you know, in a company, you know, corporate workers, you know, sometimes they just don't have tools to solve conflict or to have teamwork on any kind of a, you know, a company team. So, huh. I mean, I read different books and different authors that they, they are um, going into companies and coaching, you know, that the, they, they're hired to coach the company's uh, employees and stuff and how to, to do these things. But it, it, it's actually, I think, some very fundamental rules that you're talking about. That yeah. of, course, yeah. I, of course, it's best to learn them in the preschool age because it seems to me like that's very organically, naturally, when all of us are supposed to learn those kinds of tools. Yeah. Because like we have the most empathy at that age, you know, and, and I feel like you, you said before, I think that the children are just like sponges to, to when you, they hear something that's, that's just very uh, like win-win for everybody, that's a rule of agreement. You know, it just seems so normal and natural. That's um, what I found with small children is they took to it just like, oh, yeah, you know, where have you been? <laughs> yeah, let's do this. Yeah, it's like that's what they're programmed to, to do, you know, yeah. as far as understanding and relating to each other. Um, because, it, yeah, I feel like, what, what Batul was saying, we, we don't know what each person that we start seeing things and hearing things in our life that just shuts off that empathy, you know, and it and it kicks things into self-preservation, you know, right? Things like that. So, uh, yeah, it's it's quite a, a very yeah. It, the lessons are very very good if there's a way to. Um, uh, utilize them or how to, to uh, well, I mean, these discussions are very good, but uh, a way to, like you were saying, get them into organizations who are. Yeah, get this out. Yeah. Yeah, share it. Definitely. That's very much on my mind these days. 
So any ideas are welcome. <laughs> yeah, actually, I thought of somebody, Myrna. Myrna, um, I forgot her last name. She was working with Women's Federation in Georgia, but she was in the Bay Area, actually, uh, I think Hayward. She was living in Hayward before. Yeah, I know where that is. Yeah, and then she, um, she moved to Georgia and when she went to Georgia, she started working with Women's Federation. But then now she's moving back to the Bay Area. But when, when she was in um, Hayward, she was a kindergarten teacher. So I was thinking, and she also does kind of like children development work. Uh -huh. Coach. She coaches people. But... Yeah, I think I would really like to, to talk to her about these things, you know, your, your, your work, um, Karen. Okay. Yeah, maybe. A, I don't know how her move has gone or if she's back. I, I don't know her situation right now. I know that she's in Georgia for a few years, and then she's going back to San Francisco area. So right. I'll have to... I'll have to uh, uh, check in with her and see how she's doing what's what's happening okay sounds good yes very nice so very nice you know i'm just thinking about it it's very nice you know whenever new things come out and you know thoughts and good thoughts because it gives hope hope that there's still humanity on earth there's still chances of having peace people want yes. peace yes people want love because even though the time has changed but still the sun rises the seasons change the trees are growing the nature is there us. And also, uh, the children very much are calling, I think. <clears throat> they like this yes. very much. I, Every child that I've connected with, with this kind of approach, loves this approach. They respond to it, even troubled ones and I've had a few dealings with troubled ones um. because children digress very fast when they are attracted to some superheroes they try to act like that superhero right they start acting they start even they learn the dialogues and they speak right. very well yes. so these stories play a very important role in their mind huh. and so we have to show and encourage to put more and show more positive and moral stories in a good way that uh, they also enjoy and they learn. And rather than having this fighting war and gun stuff and all, this should be discouraged. Right. Somehow it should be discouraged. It's getting too much now. <laughs> that uh, like even in video games, students are enjoying firing and shooting persons. So obviously, when they grow up and when they catch an like a real gun, they want to just test them. These things should be discouraged. This, this is the 
time that we need to peace, we need to put education. I think the, the most effective way of discouraging it is encouraging, uh, making uh, the good person, making that full of energy and excitement and adventure and fun and it make it way more attractive than getting the risk of getting yourself shot you know yes. so because that's a real risk when you get into real guns that's part of it that doesn't show up on a video game i mean you know you die and you're instantly back well yes. okay but i don't know that it actually works that fast and that easy you still then you have to go through the whole growing up thing again and all of that whereas in a video game you come out and you're an adult ready to take it on again so yep. but that's I, as far as i know that's not how it works uh really so if if we can if we can do things like that make the goodness like I loved that thing that you said of the good and the bad in both because I I it was like that's right I can feel that you know and it's like choosing and I've chosen but it choosing all the time you know um, so that that was really uh, I don't know that that was a very significant thing for me so yeah because you know when you even live in our life uh, with a partner or when you have your best friend obviously no one is perfect no one is perfect right like i'm not perfect there might be some things which maybe my best friend wants me to overcome similarly there might be something which i want her to overtake but we are you know accepting each other with the nature so we know the bad areas, we know the good areas. So what, as a friend, I think that can help her out, I'll do my best. So similarly, like we meet people and sometimes we see them, sometimes they really need help. They are showing this all because they are just showing the evil out because they don't want any anything to come nearby and they get attracted to it or attached to it and all of a sudden it goes away from them. It's very, very uh. hard. It's very hard because these persons who are really broken, they once they make a friend, they, they become very sincere with that friend. Like they really, they believe that they got the world now. They don't want to share the world. They don't want to because they think that this person should only be with them. There are many, many psychological mm. areas to right. cover with these things. We really need to give the stories in a way like you have just given to the kids from the very beginning that see this child belongs to this type of a family, these circumstances he was facing at his house and see how he changed. So, you know, other kids might also think that, oh, maybe this child is also facing the same thing. So let's help the same way or let's just try.
because it's easy right. to mold and motivate the children, but it's really very hard to, you know, motivate the adults. So we have like children with us. So this is the future of our world. Right. And I hope that, you know, things make big difference. I really hope and really pray. Yes. Batu? Um, yes, Sarah? Do, do you teach in a classroom? Yeah, I do teach in a classroom. Oh, nice. What are the ages of your students? Uh, basically, I teach um, all levels, like grade 10 kids, grade 11 kids even. And I teach little ones as well because I have experience from primary till secondary. Oh. So different levels I teach. Oh. Yeah. And I do homeschooling as well to some of the kids. So they come to me, some I do, I'm doing online as well, oh. teaching. Are you, are you in Pakistan? Yeah, I am in Pakistan, yes. From Pakistan, you know, I'm teaching in different countries, in Dubai, even in USA, I'm teaching a girl. I'm sorry. What wow. Was in, yeah, I'm I'm teaching in different countries from Pakistan, from online. Oh, online. Oh, wonderful. Oh. Yeah, it's been more than ten years now. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I enjoy. I enjoy because I believe my the children are my best teachers. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah, teach me so many it's things. True. It's yeah. True. Um, I, I, I actually feel them. relaxed. I enjoy, I feel relaxed while talking to them. We become good friends. And many times when they tell me, this, please don't tell this thing to my mama, I'm sharing it with you. I feel like, <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I, I listen to it and then I explain to mother in my way that she should also know that this is going on. And it's really, you know, a good relation. So I love it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, what you were talking about, the guns, Karen, it's very true because if you discourage something, you should have something to replace it with. Yeah. You know, you have to, otherwise, people just feel discouraged and then they don't know where yeah, to focus yeah. their energy. Yeah. You know, they don't know, okay, I'm not going to do that because you say it's going to be bad news and stuff and you're just going to leave me hanging. You're like, what what do I do now? And so it's really important. Um, there's a there's a kind of a saying similar to what Batul was saying about two wolves inside of every person, and then the child asks the grandfather, "But if there's two wolves inside of every person, which wolf is going to win?" And he said, "It's only the wolf that you feed. Oh. You know, if you feed that wolf, that is the one that will become stronger." So right. With we, your your focus, your attention, yeah, your thoughts, yeah, all of that. Take. Yeah, yeah. Even, even the people, That's the, the environment, the environment. Everything. To choose, like you said, it's a choice to choose the environment, to choose the. But then you know, these are children we're talking about. They don't, they don't understand also, and. So the educators can can help with that, if they or the people who are aware, like those little girls, you know, to like that the one boy that was um, causing the problem. 
somebody the thing, aware of that. The thing is that that when when I was working with three-year-olds and four-year-olds, uh, not so much two-year-olds, um, but three-year-olds for sure, when I introduced what you might now call the one rule to them, um, it was way more complex, but they got, they taught me the one rule really, even though we didn't, I didn't have a name for it. They didn't, but um, they, it was just like, so, I mean, they took it just like a thirsty person drinks a cool water. It was like, yeah, this is, this is just what I needed. This is like, and, and they took it totally on and didn't need to go other places than, than that, you know, that knowing that, okay, we've got to figure this out. So we both like it. And, um, and they did and so and they were small they were i mean one of them i know was three they might have both been three one of them might have been four but and I they got it totally the that, that they were small like that and they got it so naturally and, and quickly is such an affirmation it's such an affirmation that this is natural yeah this is, exactly this really uh, like that yeah good person inside each person yeah and being nourished yeah just, exactly just the clarity of okay we're going to do something that everybody's going to like right and i think you just said an important thing right there is that it it nourishes that good person inside it, it it feeds that person. It feeds the good person. When so. uh, my son, uh, just uh, wanted to share one little thing with you all. My son was just three, four years old. I just told him once that whenever you do good things, so angel comes and, you know, he hugs you at night and kisses you or something like that, just to encourage him to do so whenever he used to do good things, he used to go and shout and tell everyone today at night when I'll sleep, Angel will come and he'll kiss me. So, ah, nice. So, yeah, I was so excited. And, like, and people used to ask me, what is he saying? I said, yes, actually, he's doing something good to so just encourage him. So, and slowly, slowly, obviously, when he grows up, he understood that why I told him this thing. But, you know, the impact of stories on little child, children's minds. But it could be true, Batul. Yeah. yeah. You could yes, have been telling him truth, even though you may not have acknowledged it. It could be true. Yeah, I always try to, you know, make him strong with prayers and all. Try my nice. Best. Well, I'm going to have to go. Yeah. So. <laughs> Um, it was very nice, Sarah. Very nice. You and yeah. Karen. Thank you so, so nice wonderful. Wonderful. Yes. Okay. Okay. We'll see you next week. Okay. Hope, yeah. Soon. See you next week. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. 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 Bye.